0: Hi, I'm John. And I'm Colin. And I'm The Shape. This is Hold Up. This is the show where we talk about movies from long ago and not so long ago and see if they hold up. Sheriff, death has come to your little town.
1: I met him 15 years ago. I was told there was nothing left. No reason, no conscience, no understanding, and even the most rudimentary sense of life or death, of good or evil, right or wrong. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes the devil's eyes I spent eight years trying to reach him and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil now for god's sakes he can't even drive a
2: car he was doing very well last night maybe someone around here taught him Da-da-da. La la, la, la la
1: Cue the theme song! The
0: Boogeyman is coming! Leave
1: me alone! All right, Annie, first I get your famous chewing, now I get your famous squealing. All right, I'll stay with you tonight, just in the chance that you're right. All right, you Has joke's over! All right, the Boogeyman can only come out on Halloween night, right? Right. All right. The Wallace's leave at 7. All right, you guys, what's next? All right, Annie!
0: All right, all right, come on, where's
1: my beer? All right, all right,
0: all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. right. We're going back in time, way back in time, actually the year I was born, that year I brought the devil and all his shit with him, no I didn't, but you know what, the movie Halloween came out, that's right, it did, uh, now, John Carpenter... Got all the shit going in this movie. He did the directing he uh had a hand in the screenplay. Uh, I'm surprised he's not starring um he did the music for the film uh and he did a lot of these things by himself because well, they only had three hundred thousand dollars to do this with and that though probably quite a bit of money in seventy eight
2: that was a lot of money in seventy uh, eight actually
0: uh but for like making a serious movie, I don't think no, so it wasn't. um just a they small just budget. They turned this independent little film into a like 60 million dollar box office take and it was a slow roll but man oh man people had not seen anything like Halloween before Um, and they flocked to it once the word started to get out it just kept on getting more and more popular that's right Uh, and producer Deborah Hill also got her start um, she did various uh, various movies as well, so she both had a hand in the script and produced she went on to the goddamn be an exec thing
1: at one of the studios.
0: Yep, and you have uh, uh, Blofeld, Donald Pleasance. He was also in The Great Escape, which we did. Don't check out that episode, folks. That was a uh, old movie as well. Uh, Donald Pleasance uh, showed up drunk most of the time for this movie. Jamie Lee Curtis, and then a whole bunch of people, uh, probably that you've not heard of pj souls though you probably have she's been in some horror flicks nancy loomis um and a few others this is
2: back in the day when you could just show up drunken or they would give you booze on the set like they're probably just so excited to have like a uh, an actor who is a you know accredited actor an acclaimed actor in the movie well he they're was like yeah pro- give him as much red wine as he wants
1: yeah he was the biggest paid actor he was like the the serious actor that gave this this movie i think like a little bit of the weight that it that it had gravitas, yeah,
0: yeah, get the yeah. gravitas. He, he apparently was none too happy that he was doing this flick. No, thus, the drinking! Oh, no, he hated it. the, drink. apparently the drinking. Apparently, that scene in
1: the car when they're going to the to the hospital at the beginning apparently it was yeah. so wasted. They like, I don't know. They trimmed his lines, or were trying to sh- like just shoot it in ways where they uh, could cut out his uh, his um, what do you call it? Drunk speech, slurring.
0: Yeah, his slurring. Yeah. Well, I wonder if uh, if his uh, his drinking is the reason that he like shows up in town and then just like sits in an empty house for fucking half an hour of the movie doing nothing. (laughs) If I'm the writer, if I'm the writer
2: of this movie, I'm going over to the director and I'm saying, hey, let's give him a flask and and let him just drink fucking booze on set. That way it'll make more sense when he's drunk.
1: Make it part of his character.
2: Give him a flask. Yeah, Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You got it. That's what you do. That's how you cover it up. It's not too
0: far off. He's a crazy doctor psychiatrist who's so co- so convinced that his patient, I guess, is a, like a demon. He carries a gun and is prepared to kill him.
1: Yeah.
2: Yes, that's what I'm saying. So give him, yeah, give him a flask. 100% or a bottle, a brown bag with a bottle in it. And yeah, it can have real booze.
1: Do you know, they offered that yes. role to Christopher Lee. And I read that Christopher Lee said it was the biggest mistake he ever made in his career. Which to me means that guy didn't make many mistakes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Okay,
2: no yeah. No <laughs> also, I, I I have to say, do you want to do an opening here, John, before we continue? As not, I a, guess, yeah, not a lot. Well, it's I mean, pretty simplistic.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Back in 1963, uh, there's a young boy named Michael, and he dons a mask and stabs his naked sister to death, and then walks outside and says hi to mom and dad. Uh, who then see that he is locked away. But to why does he stab Grove his sister? Sanitarium. Oh, that's a good question. Because she, uh, she was doing things you're not supposed to do, which is having teenage sexed. sex.
2: Yeah. She, I noticed he didn't stab the guy who had sex with his sister. What's the deal with that? He's a misogynist he, for sure.
0: Yeah, he, just, he just
1: stabbed He's his... It's like, it's not the ed- guy's fault. He just missed out on it. I guess. The guy took off.
2: I guess. Right. That guy was also up there for about 30 seconds. Yeah, Yeah. So
1: that guy came. So maybe they were both
0: just getting ready to do the deal, and then Michael prematurely jumped. No, no. Anyway,
2: he he like Brent said, he
0: dusted her off.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he got. She didn't look Um, super pleased. The whole situation.
0: Dusted her off is a new one
2: for me. I've never heard that either.
0: Well, after 15 years of being um, put away, he on the day before Halloween breaks out of the psych ward, which just so happens to be on the day that his doctor slash psychiatrist is coming to pick him up to go to a court hearing. It's all a very big coincidence. Um, Anyway, uh, he steals a car and drives away and I guess he's going to go back to his own neighborhood and keep on killing, uh, sometimes with great effect and uh, stealth and, and brute force and other times very clumsily and you know, he's like he ends up being maybe 50-50 in the movie for knife stabs.
2: I'll tell you what this so, movie does. Oh, sorry, go ahead.
0: Well, I was just gonna say. Then we have Laurie Strode, a high school student played by Jamie Lee Curtis, who has some friends, and uh, she's the smart slash uh, serious one, and her friends are drinking and banging like you know you're not supposed to be doing in these movies as they told us in Scream and so um with some kids around too they fear the boogeyman Michael starts to kill dogs and then later people and um yeah he gets uh, stuck a bunch and shot a bunch is he gonna be dead is he not I don't know it's Michael Myers with the uh Captain Kirk mask on yeah, Halloween so everybody
2: for the positives like I'm gonna start with the positives so this movie the directing in this movie a lot of the directing is really good. Um, yeah, like there's a lot of long shots. I think Brent was telling me there's some trivia where this is one of the first Steadicams that anybody had ever used. They'd, they they made wig some shit up to do Steadicam shots.
1: It was a new technology, so they they, they spent yeah. a huge portion of their budget. Apparently, not a huge portion of the budget, they, but they it was spent like seventy thousand on that, on that yeah. Steadicam. And lighting,
2: lighting shit at night, even today, is like a a fucking nightmare to light at night outside. It's like fucking impossible. And they did that. This movie, like, I'd say 70% of it takes place at night. And they actually did that well. Like I don't know if they remastered the version. That mean I and believe watched. they would have. They must look
0: pretty fucking good. Ours did good too. too.
2: Ours. I was like shocked by the cinematography in this movie for a, a lot of it. Like some of the bedroom stuff where it's so dark, can't really see anything. But like a lot of this movie looked really good. So like a good
1: job setting the setting the scene. Like the yeah, I think the tone of this is all really good.
2: Yeah, I mean he nails it in a, in a lot of aspects when it comes to the the directing and the music and. And, uh, you know, like a, most of the acting is good. Like that guy, it's like the, that guy's character makes no sense. The, the doctor character, because <laughs> because he, if he's Michael's been his patient for 15 years and he's been locked up and not going anywhere, he seems pretty obsessed with somebody who's locked up. He seems more like somebody who's been hunting someone for 15 years and couldn't catch. Yeah. them than somebody who's yeah, been like watching someone in a cell.
0: He couldn't turn him to the dark side of the force and now he's just like going to like mentally molest him until he finally kills him. It seems like really what it is like he's so I don't know like it's not that I want more information on Michael Myers it's just the fact that they tell us that little brief thing and he is so convinced but it's almost like is he the crazy one the doctor because he's like seems super but then Michael Myers turns out to be a murderous douchebag so uh, he's not wrong, um, but he is a weird fellow.
2: Also, the the thing that I remember when I saw this when I was younger was I thought he killed like twenty people in this movie, but I think he kills like three people and a dog.
1: No, he kills. Is, am I wrong? Friend. He kills two of her friends. He kills. Who
0: else? Uh. That's well, it. he kills the guy on the road to steal his coveralls and shit. I guess.
2: Yeah, but we never even see but that. We basi- just see the guy dead basically in the bush. It. That's we, it
0: and the dog.
2: We see, like, three murders, and, and he strangles a dog to death. So, like, there's not a lot of killing. I mean, there's a lot of, like, her just walking around the streets, and we follow her, like, everywhere because well, they got that steady cam to work. So they're just like, let's just stay with her. Like, when she walks out the door, walks down the stairs, crosses the street, gets to the other side of the street, goes on the lawn, walks through the house, yeah. looks in the windows, goes in the house. It's just like... This thing needed an editor. Yeah. <laughs> for fucking sure. The
0: other thing too. The other thing too that I found was that the um, they start queuing up the the scary um, dr- like um, tense tense music immediately. Like as soon as you start. So she's like walking to school and there's the little boy walking with her and it's like and I'm like uh, I don't I'm pretty sure nothing's gonna happen right now. So why are we building that up so much? um it it, i guess it was trying to set the tone but it seemed like an early overkill because honestly the it's this is a for a 90 minute movie this is a slow one to get to when the killing starts
2: oh yeah so i think me and brent like we're checking the times and i think it was like 40 minutes in and he still hadn't killed anybody but that dog maybe
1: well and the and his sister at the very beginning of the movie but i um i forgot about her The reason, the reason why that is, is if he starts killing earlier, it's just like showing the shark too early. Like you need to know that he's able, you need to know that he's around. I think that, I think a lot of that was Carpenter trying to build suspense. He's like building tension. He's tightening the fucking elastic. He's tightening the elastic. And, um, like, what was it They they say this is based on, um, he wrote this around the ideas of like psycho and black Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. which were like Mm -hmm. the two things that came before this. I don't, I've never seen black Christmas, but I don't think psycho is particularly a slasher. Although it's definitely, Oh God, black Christmas is
2: just like this. Yeah. I have seen that and it's very slow. Is that? Oh yeah. Like it's a lot of people going into rooms to see if something's there with music and then no one ends up being there and nothing happens. So yeah, that makes a lot of sense because that, that kind of pacing and, and, like you said, building of tension is definitely like Black Christmas.
1: It's a lot of what these mm. slashers end up being. I mean, the same thing. If you go through Friday the Thirteenth, that's the same shit basically. But they
2: must kill more people than three in Friday the Thirteenth. Friday the Thirteenth. You know? Don't every, they kill the whole camp? Everybody
0: dies. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's just weird. The like, I think. like you, you're both. It's like so true. You don't want to give too much away. You don't want to show too much too soon. Um, but how do you combat that with? Like this isn't a very complex story, so that's why I think I say it takes too long for it to get to that is because yeah. it's Yeah, I don't think it's so slow. That. Were you yeah. also And it's like definitely a sign of the times. I know when people first saw this, it was like the scariest thing ever, like that that really got them, but I think we're too our attention spans are too crazy. Even with horror movies, we just need something a little sooner to suck us in and
2: And also you needed her to have a little bit. It would have been maybe easier for you to digest if if you had a little bit more of something going on in her life. Her character really doesn't have a story like her. Like if she broke up with her boyfriend, like are she like was having got kicked out of school or, you know, because she like was doing something. She like her character's pretty blah, right?
1: Yeah, you're dead on. That's something I was thinking about, too, is there's no real story to carry this through. Like we're really just moving from sequence to sequence. And then that like John's talking about that long building tension where we're not seeing anybody killed until we eventually do see. And then it just becomes the chase. Right. So it's, there is nothing else to compel us. Like we don't really even really know Laurie Stroud. We know that she has a good family. She seems to be a good kid and she has these two friends that are kind of like zany, I guess. Right. But yeah. th- beyond that, like they're babysitting, her friend wants to get fucked. So she drops her kid off, which As a parent, if I was fucking paying a babysitter and I found out that my kid was staying with somebody else that night, probably pretty upset by that. So uh, sex (laughs) sex was definitely important to her. But um, yeah, you do need a story here. And there's not really a story beyond uh, Michael is a, you know, sociopathic evil force, supernatural evil force. and Yeah, Yeah, even in Scream...
2: Even in Scream, for as flat as we talked about, um, what's her name's character being the main character, um, whatever Nev Cam- Campbell's yeah. Nev Campbell's character. At least she had stuff going on, like her mom had died and she hadn't gotten over that yet, and her, and, and her boyfriend and her and her and her yeah. and her boyfriend like were like having c- conflict because yeah, she accused him. Like at least some shit was going on in her life. Like There's yeah. fucking absolutely nothing going on in Jamie Curtis's life. Her life couldn't be more boring and vanilla. And, like, and they even talk
1: so. about that, how she stays home all the time just to yeah. read.
0: And she's smart, right? She's smart. She gets good grades so the guys aren't as interested in her and yeah, yeah that doesn't really make so a, much of a character. I mean, it, it does make me, like, not want her to get killed because she's just, she's an, a, a nice girl, right? It's just, hey, look, it's that girl. No one would ever want to kill that girl. She's like, so doesn't she just study at home all the time? Yeah, I know. It's <laughs> crazy. So, like, and, that's it, though. It's not like, oh, my God, no, please protect her because she's, and, like, the best. And so, Jamie
2: Jamie Lee's 19 in this, but her one curly-haired friend, it uh, looked like she was 34. And <laughs> yeah. so I kept referring to her as the 34 year old friend um because she looked so much older than the other two girls who uh, were her friends. Yeah um, boyfriend so That was weird that one
1: with the glasses. Yeah, that guy was definitely out of fucking university already.
2: I kept calling him <laughs> Huey Lewis. I, I could have swore he was human, Huey Lewis, but Brent kept correcting me that he was not.
0: <laughs> no, he he was not. No, I think I was, was pretty not. high though
2: when <laughs> we watched this. So I was. I don't know what Huey Lewis looks like, guys. I, uh, I don't know. I couldn't well, not tell like,
1: you. Not like that. <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't know. That's why. That's a little bit more
1: Nyborg or whatever. That's kind of you know really why like because from the Office or from
2: the office only space. reference. The only reference I have of Huey Lewis is from uh, Back Back to the Future when he tells him he's being too loud and he wears those glasses. Yeah, and he's, That's the only time I've ever seen Huey Lewis, I think.
1: The only thing I think this yeah. guy has uh, in common with Huey Lewis is that he's too hip to be square.
0: There you go. There you go. <laughs> wow. So bum, this is an interesting bum, bum. example. Um, the girl who plays her friend who gets stuck in the window and is doing the laundry in that exciting scene. Like they, they focus on trying to build the tension so much that we basically like watch her try and do laundry and then think she sees something, but she doesn't. And then like nothing happens. And then like, she does end up, Michael is like closing in on her the whole time. And, and, and that's scary for us as the audience, I guess. Um, and then she just gets in her car and then it must've been a huge shock to her to be killed there because she had no idea anything was coming, but I don't know. It just, um. It doesn't, it doesn't come across in the same way I'm, I don't think that it did. Um, what I did see in this movie a ton was like little things that work really well. Um, and you can see where people like ripped off or paid homage to this because it is done so well. Like th- the scenes where the camera moves and then pans back and he's standing there. And then can you see him or not? And then the camera pans and he's not there. Right, they overplay on that kind of shit a lot in this movie. But like, at least these tricks I understand from the way I understand it were the kind of the first of its kind. Where you know Michael's hiding behind the car, where he's really in the back seat, and then the the non scare tension things that that you know don't end up paying off. But you're you're sitting on the edge of your seat. Um, so some of that stuff like works really well, even still to this day, because you see people ripping it off.
2: Oh yeah, uh, for and, sure. Did you did you see the one where he runs away, John and Where she her head keeps getting into the frame and then you can kind of see him running away when she moves. (laughs) You see the shadow of the actor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I caught that one time and I thought that was really funny. But you're right. That stuff is effective.
1: The thing that I really like is that scene where they fucking um, Laurie's running away from the bodies and she runs into that room. It's all dark and there's a closet behind her. And then you just see the mask illuminate. Yeah. That's really, really well good. done. That's really, yeah, really good. They do a lot of that well. I agree with you. I think that that Carpenter has a. Uh, well, I think especially for the time, I think that he he really realized how to build the suspense of this guy because I think having him just be a like a like a murder through the town like crazy, which yeah. spoiler alert if you haven't seen the new Halloween, uh, it's that he's just a fucking killing machine, right? So. <laughs> And actually, same thing if you watch, I watched, to warm up for this, I watched the brand new one and then I watched Rob Zombie's remake and the sequel to Rob Zombie's remake, also by Rob Zombie. And so I had a lot of like weird backstory going into this that's not part of this.
0: (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah, like that Lori Stroud was his
1: sister in the Rob Zombie remake.
2: I have saw that nice. remake too. And I, I know they spend a lot more time in the Rob Zombie one in the psychiatric ward. I think that he even interviews him or whatever. It's, or it's half Fable. of the
1: first movie is the kid. Yeah. And let me tell you, just in case there's any doubt, Rob Zombie sucks at movies.
2: <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. heard that. I've not really seen, other than the his remake of Halloween, I haven't seen any of his other movies. But yeah. yeah that i believe that
1: yeah he's yeah. fucking brutal
0: Anywho. um yes yes um so let's let's get back to our good old friend the doctor who uh kind of logs his character at us in the start and then for the rest of the movie just kind of stumbles around and and is like waiting in the house for most of the time and then honestly just like luckily happens to stumble across the house where michael is inside killing trying to kill someone well he sees the car kids run out yeah i mean like i guess but then he says he he had already walked three blocks away i don't know this is not a huge town i guess so maybe he had a general idea what was going on but um i don't know it's not it's not it's not too crazy but uh i don't know that guy's character just (laughs) he ends up amounting to pretty much nothing
1: no it's true he's there to kill him at the end or does he? Well, he does not definitely because yeah. there's a sequel. And uh,
2: yeah, yeah, that was uh, interesting too. I uh, she he Michael takes a beating. I mean, like she st- stabs him with a, a what seemed like a steel knitting it's a, uh, knitting, a needle needle. knitting needle yeah. in like yeah, yeah. it was at his neck. Yep. So it was pretty deep. It looked like too. Looks well, so, stuck like, there. He's gonna bleed out when he pulls that out. Probably like. Like even if he doesn't, the juggler isn't hit. I I think he's not getting any. He's not he's not putting band aids on her, like putting pressure on that wound. He's just walking (laughs) around, swinging at her with a knife. Then she stabs him with that knife in the chest. Um, Yeah, and they don't really show the
0: chest or the stomach, but it looked like it was definitely a midsection wound.
2: It was in a kill zone though, so (laughs) it was in a center mass. So you don't want that's not good. And then he gets (laughs) shot. I would say. He shoots at him with all he he unloads the gun, but let's say he hit yeah. him four times. Only not because he was terrible; didn't look like he was a good shot. And it was enough to blow Michael out of the window.
0: Yeah. True story.
2: So, like, so I I I'm and assuming Brenton. Yeah. I'm assuming Brenton. The other movies that uh that they talk about how he's kind of like uh he's got a he's like a superpowers he's. He's invincible well, or whatever. Carpenter
1: Carpenter and uh Deborah, whatever, talk about it for this movie too, is the idea was that he was it's part of what makes him scary and part of like Michael's character is that it's just it's inexplicable, but he is this supernatural force of evil. Like he that's what the doctors like sees that evil in him. It's because that's real. Like he is like this supernatural evil. He's kinda like that Jason character where you can inflict damage on him. It just doesn't seem to really like you can slow him down, but you can't really kill him. It seems, I don't know if dismemberment would work. I'd sure like to see it tried, but, um, but I think like that's, it, it feels like he gets stabbed in the neck and he like always dies really quick. He's like, Oh my God, that fuck. Ah. And then he's yeah. like, lay here. And then he gets stabbed fake, in the stomach fake. and he's like, Oh fuck. Ah, lay here. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and then yeah, same yeah, thing when he gets game shot.
0: He plays possum.
1: Yeah and then he's like when they're not looking he's like tick, 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 tick. little pixicato fucking steps away and then he's gone <laughs>
2: yeah it's totally true he does do all he does uh, go down and stay down for, for quite a bit
1: and actually that's some of what really bugs me about this movie because I would say that this movie is mostly fairly well done actually especially for the time um, mm. and for being like one of the first in its in a, in a stream of kind of slashers or whatever comes after this But, um, Lori's decision to like stab him with the needle and then think he's dead and drop the knife and just sit there and then upstairs again, she stabs him in the stomach. He lays down, she drops the knife right beside his hand. Yeah. And then like, it's just, there's never any urgency to get away or to ensure that he's dead. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That stuff is a fucking movie killer.
2: Yeah. yeah, it's totally true. Like her motivations of what she does after she wounds him make zero sense. She she like sits and like in a chair and doesn't go anywhere. She doesn't like call the police. She doesn't leave the house. Go get the kids leave the house. She just like sits. Doesn't make it, point, it makes zero sense.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: And I mean she um I love when the neighbors <laughs> Turn off the light And don't let her in When she's screaming And going crazy Yeah which For a little town
1: too. That feels out of character no. For a little town Yeah me and Brent and Said like, total
2: bullshit on that they, they, Those people Live right across the street They yeah. fucking know Exactly who she was In that small yeah. town Yeah I know Even if they just moved in They would have like Seen her walking around And they would have, like, you know, like, there's no fucking way they're not going to let a a young girl who's screaming, 19-year-old girl, let me in. Oh, my God, let me in. They're
0: like, no. There's not a chance. No. And it's also a good thing that Michael never learned to uh, walk faster in the sanitarium. Big strapping lad who's a good stabber can lift a guy up, like, to the ceiling with his arm, but... Can't walk fast. Can't walk fast at all. No. There must be other times too when he's like standing there watching people in the bushes or in his car just doing whatever. Like we're only seeing from like Lori's point of view, but there could be like other people who are like, the fuck is that guy doing? And he's just like, (sighs) because he's not like hiding. He's driving around town in broad fucking daylight. Well, I I
2: did. I did the, I was so proud of myself because there is a shot in the car. That's looking out the window of the car, and it's driving up beside someone. I can't even remember. Who. It was a, one of the female characters, and I did like voice the voice of Michael, and I had Hillary and Brent like laughing so hard. <laughs> I was so proud of it. It wasn't that. It was after
1: a line of dialogue. I can't remember where it was, but it was a, somebody said something, and then Colin like it was like he had watched it and planned for the scene. It came so quick. He just went what. Oh, someone said Someone said They're not going to the
2: dance But there was another scene Where he drives up Beside someone And you could see the inside And he's like Hello What are you doing Where are you going You want to come And then the car starts driving away And he's like Alright I'll see you later (laughs) So like I was having a really good time Making fun of this movie Brent also said There'd be a great um, Opportunity to um, Dub in voices And what was the movie's Brent
1: Was it the Friday the 13th? with a silent serial killer, like a Jason or a Michael, because there's all that room for, you know, for dialogue. Yeah,
2: true. No, that is totally true. That could be a really fun project, especially if the movie was old enough that no one gave a shit about the copyright any longer.
0: It'd be awesome to redo, actually, the entire audio soundtrack. That way you could do a, a lot of more interesting things. I don't know. It'd probably be impossible to get that thing, like... With you just could o- the vocals or overdo just the music all the voices, there. yeah. Yeah, you'd redo everything. You could I redo do all the fire.
2: foley and the music and stuff, though, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That it could it be
0: lightsaber f- sounds and all that. That could be really fun. Well, I was um, telling so, I
1: was telling Colin every every scene that you see Michael, he's just standing there, but he yeah. also must be moving quickly to continuously escape when they go to look for him. So I'm like, yeah. every time you're not seeing him, just imagine that he's like scampering away from this scene, and that, like more to your point, there's people watching that where they're like, that fucking big guy could really move,
0: man. I want to, <laughs> s- I want to see the behind the scenes where he picked up the white sheet, cut the eye holes in, put it on, and then went back to get the dead guy's glasses. And came in to murder what's her name with the phone thing yeah. in a fucking ghost outfit. Yeah. Like, he has a sense of humor and a personality like that. That was kind of fucking Yeah, other we were laughing at
2: that, too, because who did he remind me of? He reminded me of, oh, is E.T. when E.T.'s wearing yeah. the. Uh, yeah, that's all I could think of, and I was laughing because he reminded mm. me of E.T. when he's chasing Yoda. He's like, home, home. Plus, he he's got like a see-through, a mask,
1: and eye holes cut into a sheet. Like, how's he killing anybody like that? Like and glasses that are
2: not a prescription that he's yeah. used to. because so he on, can't yeah. see shit. Yeah. I did not even know she was way, there.
0: That would have been a good way to explain his, like, knife misses in this. When he, like, misses Lori and stabs the couch and then, like, kind of scratches her arm, but she barely even bleeds from that wound.
2: They never so, even like, show that wound again. It's so fucking insignificant. Yeah, yeah and he like was. Been, He was like five,
0: five, maybe
2: five feet away from her and missed like that.
1: I mean, he was pretty accurate the rest of the movie. So that one,
0: he, you know, everybody misses once.
2: Everyone's got mistakes, I guess.
0: Yeah, I guess. This movie has surprising restraint with the blood. Yeah, there's a little bit at the start for the first murder, but mostly there's like not much blood at all.
2: Also, he stabs the guy against the wall. And the guy yep. insta-dies, but then when they, like, go to the wide shot, he'd stab him in, like, the lower abdomen. And his, I'm like, yeah. that's not, he's not going to fucking, if he would have stabbed him in a heart, maybe, but it wasn't even close to his heart.
1: Well, he's also going to pivot. That, he's not just going to sit there. He's going to, like, slowly turn and then slide off that knife or fall down.
2: Oh, totally that, too, yeah. I never even thought about that. But yeah, well, that's not actually, how gravity works.
0: <laughs> what will happen is that Michael will take him and hook him up to the fucking above the door in the laundry room, I guess, so that he'll yeah, fall in he at that? the opportune time. Yeah, how the fuck did he do that? You oh, guys are wondering that. that. Ca- the
1: better question is how he knows how phone lines work so well because he's been <laughs> trapped since he's five. So not only should he not be able to drive, but how the fuck does he understand telecommunications? He's like, I'll cut the phone wire. I've been... <laughs> Definitely around a lot of phone wires and shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, he
1: shouldn't
0: know
2: anything <laughs> no, he should at be. all, really. He's,
1: he's a giant moron. No one's educated. this guy. He's five years guy. old.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so the director with the, the, the shot that John's talking about, the guy falling, his whole thing was in one shot to get all of the bodies. Because then when she moves over to the side, the cabinet opens, and then the other girl's inside the cabinet... <laughs> so he's just collecting bodies and putting them all there so she could discover them like at the same time and he could get it all in one shot it was really funny actually
1: <laughs> He's so tricksy
0: Goodness gracious great balls of fire um I don't know what else to talk about in this movie uh wow what did you uh anything else anything else we need to chat about or are we calling it or what are we doing
2: Well, did it uh, did, did you guys like the music?
0: I thought the I music like, was okay. I like the it was team. fine. Yeah, yeah, it was I fine.
2: Liked, I like it too. I I, the opening the credits were
0: interesting with the pumpkin, the jack o' lantern. Yeah, yeah. You know John
2: and Brenton Hillary are telling me they could only find two pumpkins, and uh, so they had to like use yeah, them sparingly, right. apparently, because it was like not the, kid the had pumpkin to fall season. On them. Yeah, it was like it was like summertime or something, and there's well, no they, pumpkins available.
0: Yeah, they got they got squash, I think, and painted them orange. They <laughs> did. They did do it. that actually. Yeah, okay. I thought I remembered that. That's funny. Yeah, if, if anyone that's wants hilarious. to
1: see something interesting, the movies that make us, the very
0: first episode ever on those is Halloween. Well, um, it's the, actually, there's a previous season, but they did a Halloween version, a scary movie one. Oh, It's on really? Netflix right now. So there's oh, other episodes. That's what like, I
1: saw. It was on Netflix. I thought it was the first yeah. season because it's the first no, time no, I ever watched the, that show. I just clicked go and it played. Yeah, I the like first season show. has
0: like um, Back to the Future and uh, Dirty Dancing. We've done Dirty Dancing for the show and Back to the Future. Oh, so I, I watched that Dirty, Dirty Dancing
2: Dime episode. Actually. Yeah, yeah I watched. I, I watched that episode. I like that show too. I think that's a really smart show. Also, if we're kind of closing out now, did, does Brent want to talk? Did Brent want to talk about Interview with the Vampire? I think you something you wanted to say.
1: <laughs> just really quick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm not too proud to say that I retract my previous statement. Um, in doing the write up this week, I began to think about it and feel bad, and doesn't hold up. Done. So, um,
0: three, three now. Thanks notes for your for that honesty, one. brother. You're allowed to do that, man. It Get some time man. to hey, I was
1: honest. Consider the. I tried to play hardball with fucking uh, Fifth Element, and I came back on that one. Yep. And uh, I had the same thing with the interview
2: it's tough i i really really struggled with uh stand by me i my whole uh ending was me trying to convince myself that it held up but i realized i was trying to talk myself into something that wasn't real and i eventually was like fuck it doesn't hold up
1: sometimes (laughs) your (laughs) love for something can get in the way yeah
2: yeah and that's what happened with me with stand by me just didn't want to do it
0: i hear you well well standing I would by most you like now while you're cold.
2: john do you want to say anything about uh lost boys maybe
0: <laughs> i don't like it watch it you again will. You will. it's halloween I'll it's about vampires to. i'll have Check to it out, but i don't like that movie it's just too cheese for oh, i really love that movie the okay, magic continue. of my youth is not there and therefore the movie will always just be garbage I, for me all right so sorry. I want to hear what Brent has to say about halloween, as they say in French Canada.
1: <laughs> La Halloween? Lalloween. Do uh, you want to hear what I have to say about it as far as calling it? Yes. Um This is a weird one, man. And I've been kind of going back and forth on it because I mean if we're talking about cinematic movies, like no, this doesn't hold up. It's not it's not a great movie if you're talking about just as like a slasher like in the first of its kind this is a pretty good watch still it gives you like a lot of the a lot of the roots for for where this came from and i think that a lot of movies afterwards try to overdo a lot of this stuff um i like that the tension was built i do agree it could have got to it a little bit quicker and maybe that that wouldn't have felt so long as we talked about if there was more of a story driving this um driving this movie forward like if there was something to compel us um to want to watch these characters and then understand that michael finds his way in and and disturbs a fucking night of babysitting or whatever but there's none of that really so like it doesn't hold up it's unfortunate i do think that the movie is surprisingly good um for what it is and for when it is um and especially the budget that they have and for a lot of this just seemingly to be um original work like a like John Carpenter and his crew had to be incredibly resourceful um, and creative to come up and and do this movie. So I mean, it's that that stuff is pretty amazing. And when you think about that, that's where it gets a little trickier because you're trying to say like, man, they did a lot with a little, um, and a lot of this is like just, just, just naturals kind of making a movie, right? Like John Carpenter, this is his second movie, I think, um, and he fucking did a good job. I mean, it became. A staple of uh, of horror fans, and 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 uh, like John said, it became uh, the basis for a lot of other uh, tropes or a lot of other techniques or whatever that's going to come afterwards. So it doesn't hold up. Um, I liked watching it. Unfortunately, I watched so many Halloween movies this month, uh, trying to get in the spirit of this one, and Halloween was never my movie. So. It continues not to be, but I respect it for what it is, but it doesn't hold up.
0: Thank you, Brent. Thank you for sharing. Give him a hand, everybody.
1: Too simple.
0: Yeah. What do you got, Colin?
2: I was shocked at how good it looked. Uh, I don't know what they did. Um, Like, kudos for lighting at night outside. Like, fuck me. That's so hard. Uh, It doesn't hold up. Um, simply because it's not scary, and it should be. And also, what Brent said about there not being enough of us to follow these characters for any reason—like there's not a lot of characterization. Like you, you, wouldn't have had to have done that much. But, uh, but I'm just shocked at how fucking good they lit outside. Like I cannot get over. <laughs> They they did it, and anybody who's gonna make a horror movie and wants to make a low budget independent horror movie should watch this. I mean, like you'll you'll get a ton out of it. So, but yeah, no, it doesn't hold up today.
0: Mm. Yeah, I don't know if I have anything more to add over what you guys said. It's it was never my cup of tea, but I definitely see why it was so important and and how it's impacted everything that came after it. I think like because you wouldn't have had movies before this that had that were done in this way in the horror genre so th- this is the movie that had to do so much right and and just get some of that stuff wrong that we could build on later i think that's what the, a ton of that is like you just you gotta have more to it than just this it, giving the guy a reason to be a killer and that's it then he just kind of goes nuts and kind of chooses these people because they showed up on the doorstep one day I don't know. And, and people have learned to give us more and better and different stuff over the years. So, um, yeah, not something I would watch ever again, but I'm glad I saw it as a piece of history. And, um, the good news is, is that if you're not into horror movies, this really isn't like Colin said, it's not really scary at all. Um, it's not overly gory. There's not a lot of blood. People get stabbed, people die, but they kill the dog, man. And I don't know how it made that look so goddamn real.
2: John, can you can you think of another movie where they have the du- director's name above the movie title? John Carpenter's Halloween. I can't um, think of another movie that did
0: that. I know he mean requested, requested he to must have, have that. Have it insisted. was one of his conditions for making this movie on. Such I know, a small but budget. I don't
2: think that's ever happened again. I don't think there's ever been like Steven Spielberg's I'm a Stud. Like no one's like done that since. Probably I just, there I just find that, I can't I'm think just, of anything. Though. Tim, maybe Tim
1: Burton's. Uh,
0: Tim Burton's uh, Nightmare on Christmas. Tyler you Perry's
2: oh, uh, Medea. Monty Python for sure. Yeah. And okay. I think,
1: yeah. Uh, Tyler Perry wasn't a good reference for you? Yeah, Tyler Perry works too. Oh my Perry. God.
2: I didn't even think about that. Is it, I think to all of Tyler Perry's movies are that, isn't
1: it? They are but you don't need it because you fucking can tell what a Tyler Perry movie is a Tyler
0: Perry. <laughs> <Yeah. movie. laughs>
2: the fact that yeah, that's uh yeah. that's a shocking. I've I don't think I I've seen a lot of Tyler Perry's movies. I don't know if you
1: guys have.
0: I have not seen any, I don't think. I've tried.
1: They're not for me. Yeah. I don't think they good. should be for anybody to tell you the truth.
2: They're what's up? Uh, what's <laughs> what's next do we uh, did we have a list carrying us on through the end of the year Johnny
0: I don't know if we were that smart we might have to start winging some things but okay. probably we were smart and uh, if I were to say kind of a sound and the sound was who what would you say
2: oh. oh no way are we is that next Hooah. Is scent of a woman next yep Fuck off. Oh, okay. 90%. Well, I'm very excited to watch that. With I hope we can get together and watch that together next week.
0: Yeah, hundred percent.
2: Because uh, I w- that's a longer movie too. I think it's like to two, maybe two, even two thirty. It's it's a long, and it's also the very first movie ever with um, with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. It was his acting debut uh, in in film, and uh, he said that he. He played that role, he got that role and played that character and he said he just never not worked another day in his life as a as a film actor. He's just like he just he did this that movie and then just he got roles after that. He said it was crazy. Chris uh what's his name? Uh Robin or whatever his name is was not so fortunate uh Uh what's his name? Shit. He plays that. He's like the main character.
0: Oh, Chris uh Oh yeah,
2: Chris.
0: He's
2: on a he's on a procedural. He's always on he's been on a lot of procedural TV shows. Like he's been on some of those CSI shows as a as a recurring character. I think he's currently on one now, but I can't remember his name. Chris. It doesn't matter. We'll talk about it next
0: week. We um, will. And Chris next week. And so, we'll then we're gonna it. have Send of a Woman. Then we're gonna have to have some sort of a American Thanksgiving type movie. And uh then there's going to be a birthday coming up, and that means that we need a selection. Anything he We're wants to do. Talking about Jesus's
1: birthday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, kind better. Better than yeah. Oh, Brent's birthday. Better than yeah, where
1: I get my very own pick of the litter,
0: boy. Do you? You want to? You want to put some? I, if I do know Brent, anything? he's going
2: to take some time for that. You
0: going to take your time, or do you have an idea, Brent? Oh, oh, maybe he's got, got one. Definitely take here. time. I forgot about
2: ah, it. I knew it. I fucking
0: knew it. Oh well, all right. You know, we'll I see like what it be is. But at least careful. We'll get Scent of a Woman Dropped Over to you next Sunday at noon Mountain Time. Uh, this has been a nice, fun episode for a kind of a lame movie, but important movie. Lame, but important. Boring, but important. People <laughs> die, and the movie sucks. So, you know, they got kind of the yin and the yang of things. I'm just kidding. This is a, a revolutionary movie for sure, so it's got to be seen. Uh, okay, well, but we'll see you next week. Thanks for coming out, everybody. We're always happy to have you. Uh, have a great day time between now and the next time you hear my voice and as always enjoy your shit thanks for listening everyone make sure you follow us on instagram our handle is hold up underscore podcast you can fire us a comment or two add a movie to our wish list and we always post a hint about our next episode in the middle of the week